Welcome to the Daily Bolster. Each day we welcome transformational executives to share their real-world experiences and practical advice about scaling yourself, your team, and your business. Welcome to the Daily Bolster. I'm Matt Blumberg, co-founder and CEO of Bolster, and I'm here today with Emily Culp. Emily is a board member at Mizzen and Maine, at Steo, and at Cordial. Uh, she has held CEO and CMO roles in the wellness, beauty, and fashion industries, and she is currently an advisor to high growth companies as well as a board member. Emily, welcome to the Daily Bolster. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Well, I've been excited about this conversation because you and I both use um, the same phrase and we use it to mean different things. Okay. Um, so um, I love the phrase corporate athlete. And when I use the phrase corporate athlete with one of our clients, I use it in the context of, um, you know, you want to find some, we usually almost always do it on board searches. We say, you, you, right. you know, your number one, one requirement is to find a good corporate athlete, which means it's a well-rounded executive. It's someone who knows how to interrogate a PNL, even if they're a, you know, a, a, an HR person or a product yeah. person, um, you have to have someone that's fluent enough in technology. So, um, but you have a different meaning of corporate athlete. And yeah. I think in a lot of ways, yours is more important. So um, what does it mean to you to be a corporate athlete? Well, two things real fast on that. One is, I think yours is a great definition. It's funny, what I call that is the Swiss army knife. The person, so I think you're exactly right. Same concepts. Um, for me, corporate athlete is something I frankly have been developing my whole life and actually been putting into practice. and. To me, there's three key aspects of being a corporate athlete. There's the physical fitness, which is probably the easiest one to get to. There's the nutrition aspect. And then the third one to me um, is around mental health and well-being. So that's what I mean by being a corporate athlete. Okay, uh, let's dive into each one of the three. Um, the, uh, and these are, I mean, look, self-care and self-management is right. a huge part of being a successful corporate executive, whether you're a CEO, a CXO. Um, but, uh, you know, talk about some of your, your top things around physical nutrition and mental and emotional. Yeah, physical training, um, it's interesting to me. I've always had this premise. I'm, I'm a highly active person. I weight lift, do yoga, do something every single day. Um, I've always had this notion, if I'm physically fit, then I'm in the best mental state and physical state to approach any challenges that come my way. Um, and then I found a study that I loved that validated this. There's this study that was done in 2015 um, by Limbach and Stoltenberg, and essentially it studied 1,500 CEOs. And it showed um, of those CEOs over a 10-year period, those that were most active delivered a higher firm profitability and also higher M&A returns. So it, all, it also validates my thinking with a study. Um, you know, some of the ways where it's been helpful for me, um, and I see this as a trait with many C-suite people is, you know, when you are raising capital, as you know yourself, it's nonstop nights, weekends, and what have you. And one of the things you need is stamina and you need to be able to push through and close that round of fundraising essentially. So it's whether it's applying that or even physically, you know, when you're going long haul to China, you have to get off a plane and facilitate meetings. That's not easy, but if you're in physical condition to do so, then you can hit it out of the park. 
So that's some of the ways from a physical standpoint that I think makes a huge difference. All right. So let's move on to nutrition, also physical, uh, yeah. but, uh, but a different angle on it. Yeah. I mean, if, you know, we hung out more together, which hopefully we will continue to do so on meals, I've always been a clean eater because it just makes me feel good. I mean, think about yourself after a heavy meal, you're not exactly at your peak performance to focus in meetings. So I've always been quite, um, quite prescriptive in my approach to nutrition, but what I've come to realize over time is actually supplements can make a huge difference. And there are three in the past few years, probably two or three years that I've discovered that I wish I had unlocked earlier. Um, one is magnesium. Uh, I, I really believe all people in the universe, especially me, need more sleep. Magnesium yeah. has been a game changer for me. Um, another one is amino acids. When you start to think about protein and having, again, structure, and it actually boosts your immune system. So it's been really helpful for me on long haul travel and what have you. And then um, the final one for me is actually around um, collagen, which I know it's probably, uh, yeah, I know it's an interesting one. But again, it's around joint mobility and mm -hmm. just taking care of your body. So then you are able to do whatever you put your mind and body to. All right. And let's move on to your last one, um, which is uh, health and wellness of a different but no less important type. Yeah, this one, I have to be honest with you. Um, out of the three elements, I've been very good most of my career on the other two. Uh, this is the third that I would say maybe has come with maturity is the one that I always put as the tertiary. I'll get to it. I'll be fine. Um, I think one of the most important things a leader can do is really understand that if they want to be able to embrace smart risk, drive the results that they want and really lead their team in, a, in an authentic way, they need to take care of themselves. And you can't be the best leader unless you do that. Um, for me, one or two things have been a huge unlock. Um, one is meditation. So one of the leadership skills that I think is hugely important is active listening. And for me, starting meditation a few years ago, I've started to realize that, you know, as you probably know with the study meditation, do you do it, by the way, ever? I have tried it. I okay. won't say I do it so regularly or or ever perfected it? Well, that's the beauty. You can't perfect it. For those of us who are type A, there is no gold star in meditation, which uh. I think is quite humbling. But going back to the idea of meditation, it's actually being able to create space between your thoughts and emotions. And then when you create that space, you can actually be present and listen. And one of my favorite examples of this is, you know, in a Q4 period, you have your server go down with Shopify. You know, I literally did a little meditation so I could be present to work through and listen to the team, how you can collectively work together. Like you can actually employ this stuff in real time. Um, I think another really important part for me around all of this is positive thinking. Um, anyone I believe who's stepped into a C-suite level position at some point does question, you know, do I have the right strategy? Do, have I really thought this through? And as you go through turbulent times, whether it's micro or macroeconomics um, conditions, you start to think, gosh, do I have it? And am I doing the right thing? 
And with that can sometimes come some negative thinking. And it's really important, again, to be able to have that mental clarity and space to pivot that thinking. So again, you can be that leader for your team and inspire them through the turbulent times and also take care of yourself. So that's what I mean by a corporate athlete. All right, Emily Culp, thank you so much for sharing that framework with us today. It's uh, uh, so important for CEOs to take care of themselves before but it's like, put your own oxygen mask on first and then Very help the person next to you. So thanks for being on The Daily Bolster. Thank you for having me.